tonight on Unsolved Mysteries, After Death Visits, Father Solanus Casey, Blood Relative, and I-70 Killer. Hi, I'm your co-host, Crystal. Tu habla espanol? Ah, uh, no comprende espanol. <laughs> um, this is the Spanish language version of unsolved. Un- what is what do we? What is this uh, episode of number one hundred and twenty-two? And I don't know what we call our podcast. What do we call our podcast, Robbie? In English? <laughs> ah, yes. Yes, it is. And um, listen, I uh, I won't get into it too much, but silver linings and all. I've, I've had a hell of a week. Um, Robbie, you, I know you've been working uh, to the bone as well. I um, rushed home from work today and jumped on the mic with you. And I didn't have my uh, I didn't have time to make a proper cocktail. So I have dumped a bunch of vodka into orange Gatorade because that's the kind of week I've had. Uh, so yeah, this will be a fun episode. Robbie, a couple of weeks ago, I want to say maybe 10 days ago, I got a notice from the United States Postal Service on my door that I had a package that I was not home to sign for um, because it was in the middle of the workday. Of course, I wasn't home and uh, I had to go retrieve it at the post office and I was very confused. And at first... My husband David, uh, it's a trap. Yeah, they're they're, they're trying to they're tr- they're trying to make sh- they're gonna try to catch you driving to the post office instead of walking. Mm-hmm. Believe me, mm. I know. Mm. <laughs> what? Um, I, I continue. Uh, so you know, instinctively, my husband David assumed he's like, "Is this a Robbie thing?" <laughs> and I was like, you know, because sometimes I'm I'm a third party for some of your transactions yeah yeah um and we don't need to get into that no. but uh suffice to say my husband knows when there's a weird package <laughs> up and i didn't order anything it might be associated with you and i thought about it for a little bit i was like you know i think i think purple worm from perth australia threatened to send me something a while back mm-hmm. perhaps the reason i have to sign for it is because it is a post from australia and in fact when I went to the post office, which was like a whole ordeal, by the way, yeah. but totally worth it. Uh, in fact, it was from him. So I have the package. Connor, if you want to queue up some opening mail uh, music, I don't know that we have any on deck for that. I'm going to leave it to your creativity to decide whatever that music's going to be. But I have now I've pre-opened the box because it was sealed with some amount of like black electrical or duct tape i had to really go at it with a knife but so i've opened the box but i've not looked at the contents yet so here we go we're gonna open some fan mail from down under um i think i know what one of the things in the package is gonna be hold on one second i gotta get it uh it's a very large package um, I want to say, I don't know what it is in metric, but um, it's 
he he paid a lot of money to send it to me and it's quite heavy so thank you for doing that i mean i like i said i've had a rough week and this has certainly been a silver lining in it to get this package and also the reason i had him send it to me is because i assumed it was food related and i and you're the person with the p.o box so usually we would have people send something to yeah. you Normally, I wouldn't dox myself, but because he's in Australia, I figured, why not? It's not like he's going to show up at our door here. So, um, so there's a note. Here we go. I'll read it on air. Hi, hi, Crystal. So I may have gone a bit overboard with the sending wine gums thing. There are wine gums in here somewhere, but you may have to dig a bit. There are also some Tim Tams. Hell yeah. A whole bunch of snack foods and some generic tourist tat. I don't know what that means. Uh, it's probably somewhat over the top, but it's approximately Christmas, and I like playing cultural ambassador, if only for Australia's take on salt and sugar-filled crap. <laughs> Smiley face emoji. I leave you to figure out how or if to split the spoils with Robert. Yeah. If. <laughs> uh, reminder on the Vegemite. Oh God, use it sparingly. Slather it on like peanut butter or Nutella, and you're gonna have a you're gonna have a bad time. Okay, that's good to know because I do like to slather the pe the PB. Mm -hmm. Thanks as always for the pod, uh, James slash Purple Worm. P.S. Kangatarians are real. There there was one on Love Island. Yeah, I that's an inside correspondence we had. P.P.S. I'm aware that appearing on Love Island should not be considered proof for anything. Um, interestingly, my husband was a uh, post supervisor on the US version of Love Island for some amount of time. Mm. So, weird connection mm. there. Um, I just dropped my earbud. It flew out of my ear when I said Vegemite. <laughs> so, one moment. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Don't, Connor, don't edit any of this out. It's good color. Okay. So, that's the letter. Oh, that that's lame. Okay. All right. Okay. So, here we go. All right. Item number one. Okay. We have snake, no, shapes. Uh, what are these? Um, these look like some sort of, th something you put in a child's, uh, they're like little individually packed things. Shapes, Arnott's Shapes Originals, it's some kind of chip and pizza barbecue and chicken crimpy? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and of course, I'll take a picture of all, of this haul. Uh, for the folks at home. Um, oh, this other Shapes Originals box got kind of fucked up. I mean, to be honest, even though this was sealed really well, thank you, James, it looked like someone had drop-kicked it from Australia when I picked <laughs> uh, the post office. So, um, we have uh, another Shapes Originals, uh, same flavors, a different color box. I, I wonder if there's a distinction there. Okay. Uh, what else do we have? Ooh! Australia's two-up game. Robbie, do you have any, um, experience with that from your travels? It's two pennies and a board. Two pennies and a board. Yeah, and it looks like it has pretty extensive, um, instructions here. I don't, well, I won't read all yeah. of that. Um, very nice, very nice. You know, I've never gotten a care package from Australia before, so this is really... Oh, this is cute. It's a pencil with a little fuzzy kangaroo on top. Aww. I guess it's the tourist tat. <laughs> yes, okay. Tourist tattery. Yeah. Ta tourist tatums. I don't know what tat is short for. Um, uh, okay. Okay, so the, so there's... Can you hear this? Let's do a little ASMR. 
This is a bag of chips. It's a party bag of twisties, cheese twisties. Okay. I might need to get into that tonight. This looks legit. Uh, I, I I assume the sounds I hear I'm hearing are you going through the like the um yeah. the stuffing. Here, I'm putting it by the mic. It's just that's the bag of chips sound for everyone at home. That's cheese twisties. Mm. That's what that sound mm. was. Okay. Um oh here are the Tim Tams. Ah, that's something I'm familiar with. Fabulous. Okay. Hell yeah. Have you ever heard of a Tim Tam Slam? A Tim Tam Slam. Yeah, interestingly, the Arnott's, the company makes Tim Tams, also makes the Shapes originals with the chicken crispy crinkle. Oh, crispy. I see. I, uh, yeah. A Tim Tam Slam, I don't know if it's real or not, but you bite off two corners of the Tim Tam and then you suck coffee through it like a straw. Um, I've never heard of this. How is it that you uh, uh, came to be aware of that knowledge? I don't know. I'm just like I'm just like really on weird food parts. Okay. Wow. Okay. Now there's another box of Tim Tams in here. Let's do a little ASMR. Uh, it's double. Ooh. Okay. So extra. So, you know, you have twice the protection, I guess. Yes. With those Tim Tams. All right. Uh. What else do we have? This is honestly like the best Christmas present. I'm loving this right now. Ooh, Maltesers! I know what these are. Oh, yes, yes. I, I as well. Yeah. Yeah. Maltesers, um, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I saw, the last time I saw Maltesers was, uh, at the, uh, airport in, in Cutter. Cut. They had like a little British. Oh, yes. Section. Of so course. Maltesers um, what else do we have here? Um, there is a magnet from Perth, Australia. Oh my god! And then there's some kind of like weird sea monster or pelican or swan. The on the magnet. Oh, a magnet. Okay. <laughs> like, wow, he stuffed all those animals in there. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's just all in the magnet. Perth, I guess, has some pretty tall buildings. Is what I'm taking away from this magnet. Oh, inner. It's like a skyline with a pond with like an oversized monstrous swan. Wow, okay. Okay, so there's that. All right. Well, there's a lot of stuff in this box. Like I said, he spent a lot of money to send this. <gasps> no way. Um, okay. Man after my own heart, he sent me a Perth beer koozie. <laughs> Sir James, there is, there is no way you could have known this, but I do have a very proud collection of beer koozies. Hmm. Um, it says it's a Perth. Well, I'm going to drink so much beer out of this. Oh my God. Now, uh, it looks like it's only going to fit like a, a thin bottle of Corona or something. Probably not going to fit an American beer well, can. Uh, what is a, cooze, a beer koozie? It's like a foam. Th you could use it for oh, soda. Oh, too. You don't oh need okay. To use it for yes, beer. I do know. It's like a foam sleeve. I do know what that is yeah. now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to use it for beer. It's just any any uh, canned or bottled beverage you want to keep cold during yeah. the summer. And within the beer koozie, of course, was the Vegemite. Mm -hmm. And it's got B vitamins for vitality. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna, I'm a little scared. How big? But I will how try it. How big this. is the, how big I will is try the, the jar? What do you say? The jar is 220 grams. So I wanna say it's about a small jam okay. jar size. Okay, yeah. But he said use it sparingly. So it seems like this is gonna last a long time. Yeah, do you put butter on your bread? Uh, sometimes. Okay. 
I don't know. I, 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 I. Should I? Is it a butter and Vegemite situation? Do you think? Uh, all my acquaintances from down under had always advised me to put a, a thin layer of butter down before putting out putting that ve- Vegemite down. Um, okay. I don't know. I've. I. I guess like. Because uh, I, I had several large jars that I just gorged off of for a while. I, uh, if I, if I didn't, uh-huh. do you like it? Yeah, yeah. Should I save it for you? I mean, I'm gonna see you soon. Oh, I mean, I. So should I, I mean, save it? it? It can be if, if, if I'm ever in a hankering, it can be acquired. Uh, uh, I'd much prefer you, you try. <laughs> okay. Well, I think I'll save that for our next um, episode. As Crystal will try the Vegemite. Oh, you mean do a live taste testing? Yeah, I'm gonna do a live testing Ooh, taste testing of yes. these cheese twirls right now, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. I haven't made it to the wine gums yet. There's still so much in this box. I really, this is gonna be like a really long intro, but like, I know people are loving this. I, That's are okay. There's this right now. there's not really anything worth talking about in this um, episode. There was so. <laughs> there really wasn't. <laughs> There was also another pencil with like a soft koala uh, on top. Yeah. Aww. Um, okay, so now we are down. There's some more candy. Cadbury Dairy Milk Freddo and Caramello Koala. Um, hmm. These feel like kind of like some larger single, singular, 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 some larger chocolates. Okay, I'm running out of places near my recording okay. area to like put all this stuff uh oh God, there's so much in here robbie i am gonna have to share it with you because this is just a lot um oh my god he must have just like gone to the snack section of his local grocery store and just oh i found the wine gums okay well i'm gonna try a wine gum right now because this is re- this is really the impetus for getting the package in the mail and i, I don't yeah. know what a wine gum is i can tell you right now they feel kind of hard um, like a, okay. like a hard, uh, like a jelly candy, not a, even a candy, like a fruit snack. Okay. Okay. I'm, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm eating it. Sorry for the chewing noises. Mm. I mean, is it supposed to taste like wine? Only taste like, not also <laughs> have the, uh, alcoholic, um... Uh, effects. There was some holiday. The reason that James sent this to me is there was some holiday where you eat. It's like koala day or something. Where you eat wine gum. These are pretty good. No, I like gummy things. So these are these are good for me. You're you're more of a gummy person like than that. a chocolate or. Mm, I mean, you know, that oh, makes I see. me thick. I see. Yeah, yeah. I do like a gummy. Okay. Wine gums, A plus, a little che- little chewier, chewier than I thought they'd be. Hmm. Um, oh, we've got an Australian Ooh. flag in here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else. There is a bag of minties. Yeah. For moments like these, you need minties. I don't know. I don't know what these I are. I don't know either. It seems like an old-timey candy. Okay. What else do we have? Like I said, I'll put a picture for everyone online. There's a kangaroo crossing. 
thing to hang in the back of your car. Okay. Okay. Um, there is a Australia Day 2022 <laughs> sticker book. An Australia what 2022? <laughs> Austra Australia, Australia Day. Day. Okay, yes, yes. Yeah, which, you know, I, I had some correspondence with James about how that's, you know, might be a little controversial like our Thanksgiving. All right, we got another big bag of chips. All right, I'll do some more ASMR here. Um, oh, Robbie. Whoa. Burger rings. Burger what? Burger rings. It's like the shape of okay. an onion ring or of a Funyun. And it says big burger taste. So they're, uh, they, they taste like burgers. Presumably, or in the proximity to... Yeah, and um, this is one of the... I'm going to hold on to this until you come down, and then we'll try it together. Because I'm curious, but I w I'm more curious what you're th going to think about it, and I don't want them to be stale by the time you get here. Okay, I appreciate that. Okay. Um, I appreciate another, the enormous amount of self-restraint you're going to have to exercise <laughs> for any... <laughs> um, well, anything I would try out of here is kind of out of, like, morbid curiosity, except for the Tim. Yeah, I, I, like... Like the Tim Tams are not going to make yeah, it to it, you. It's good down. that I mean, it's good he sent it to you because if the if 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 this relied on yeah. the package uh, arriving to me and then I would carry it down there, like this stuff would not last until. <laughs> um. Okay, and then so the last two things in the box, if you hear this crinkling, is chicken twisties. So we have burger rings, chicken twisties, and cheese okay. twisties. And then something else. Uh, Alan's Fantales. Chewy caramel with a rich chocolate co mm. coating. Um, so that's... That's everything in the box. I mean, it was it's a lot of things. Yeah. This is a lot of things. This was like... This box was like... 10 pounds at least and it was quite large purple worm uh, the you know i i hear me i hereby dub the high ambassador of salt and sugar yeah and like cool touristy shit you know and cool touristy I mean, I mean, shit a true a true fan of this podcast would send us snacks you know mm -hmm. considering how much we talk about food sorry for the chewing again i'm eating another wine gum well, <laughs> that was the um, somewhat disastrous opening the box segment. <laughs> we only I only hung up on you once and then uh, stopped recording once. So yeah, it kind you know, of even. Yeah, maybe we don't do that that often. Don't worry about it. I'll fix it. <laughs> um. Mm. Hey, before I eat, yeah, these wine gums are good. These are legit. I like these. I like a damn. I like a hard gummy though, and I know not everybody's on that tip, but I certainly am. Okay. Thank you, dude. This is James. This was super sweet. Like I said, I've just been. I just. I. I. I got. I teared up when I picked up the box from the post office, and this is so generous. And just it really the silver lining of my week. I have to say it. Thank you so much. It came right at the right time. So. Thank Fantastic. You. Uh, and if anybody else wants to send us something, please keep it snack related. And I will give you mine or Robbie's address, depending on the country of origin. 
<laughs> if you want to send something along. Oh, wow. That's, um, we probably shouldn't get too far into that. Like, we don't want to offend any. Oh, no. I mean, if, you, if so you're in the United States and you want to send us something, you're going to send it to Robbie. I can't be having you at my front door. Uh, but if you live in yeah. like another country, like on the other side of the planet, I'll happily give you my address. You can send that right to me, please. <laughs> Um, Robbie, should we talk about? Oh God, Connor's gonna hate me. I'm like chewing this hard ass gummy. This is like misophonia. Don't worry about it. I'll fix it. Do you want to talk about Unsolved Mysteries season six, episode twenty one? Pumpkin Spice Podcast is back to talk about some of the spookiest movies out there, but this time they aren't covering franchises. They're taking bus tickets to new cities to explore the horror happening all over the globe. So tune in to Pumpkin Spice Podcast, a bridge burner podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Check it out now. It's Pumpkin Spice Podcast. This is a case where we got a, a, a episode that's starting out with two back-to-back unexplained segments. And... <laughs> If it had been like UFOs followed by ghosts, that would have been pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah, that would have been awesome. Well, isn't it one? Isn't this first one kind of a ghost? It's like kind of a, a little bit of. a Oh, ghost. I guess you are correct. It's there a little is a tiny uh, ghost. There, 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 there is a sort of. Um, uh, there is a. They don't use the word ghost. Yeah, no, it's. But it's ghosty. Well, that's the thing. Is like, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it. it I guess technically it might be explaining the, the, the same phenomenon, but it's, um, you know, it's not. Sorry. <laughs> the twisties cheese bag is coming to play. I'll try and eat it off mic. Please go on, Robbie. Uh, oh, I am so grateful because I, I, I've, I've been chastised for eating on pod more than once so it's it's nah i'm chewing very far away from the mic though like i'm yeah. like my head is three feet away from the mic so hopefully nobody's hearing the crunching okay so yeah no this uh this this first segment is um it starts out with robert stack uh he's sort of uh i think he's he's in the graveyard and he you know, he poses, hey, is there life beyond death? Um, and he mentions that some that a noted, quote unquote, medical researcher had found that seven out of ten uh, um, spouses report their loved ones returning, uh, visiting them after death. Yeah. Is it seven? Well, th- OK, th- but then he also like. A little bit later in the segment, he like he mentions that like five out of ten people report a loved one re- uh, visiting them after after death. So I guess I I think they're talking about two different like I mean there's there's the spouses and then just the general someone in your family you love or whatever. So I guess like uh, if if you have a spouse, there's they're more likely to be coming back as opposed to your your kid brother or something. Mm. Um, um, you know, if you're, if this, sorry to interrupt, but if you're ready for a cheese twisty review, Ooh, okay. Mid yeah. Segment. Um, listen, 
it it's definitely more of a real cheese flavor and more of a rougher texture than a crunchy Cheeto. Oh, I but see. I think I think because it has not been engineered for maximum ma- mouthfeel, I think you can eat fewer of these and feel satiated than say Cheetos. Oh, but it is very it's very much in the in the crunchy Cheeto category. I'd say it's closer to like a Trader Joe's like white cheddar type ah, Cheeto product. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's my review uh, uh, of uh, that. Uh, yeah. In, in the uh, order of crunch uh, or family of crunchiness. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I see. It's, it tastes a little, a little less processed than a Cheeto, but simultaneously, like, you know how you just want to like grind up Cheetos and do lines of them. Um, uh, I, I don't feel every day. I don't really feel the need to do that with cheese twisties. I'm like, oh, those were tasty, and I can put them down. Yes. Okay. Well, you know Sorry. who's who's who's. Yeah. Should yeah. I just open various products while we're recording? Yeah. Well, and you, do wait. a review. <laughs> well, you know who's not uh, uh, opening up uh, cheese twist things is Patty Eagleston's husband john who unfortunately died in a car wreck when they were yeah, coming he died. back from skiing do you think he died in a car wreck because he was trying to open some cheese twisties and he wasn't looking at the road <laughs> oh boy I, you know i don't really want to like make it seem like i'm trying to attribute fault you don't want to get sued by the wait checks notes well i mean um, you know the twisty corporation <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I I can see uh the, whatever chances we had of sponsorship from them uh evaporating um as we speak. Um but yeah, no. Uh John and and Patty uh, along with their uh what their son kids mm-hmm. they had more than one. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Who cares? Um yeah, they were in a car wreck. Uh John was killed. And I believe Patty said that she like her perception was that like some sort of spiritual force helped her in escaping from the vehicle and rescuing mm-hmm. uh, the son or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that's like John died. And so then his essence helped her in, in, in that mm-hmm. moment. Um, you know, whatever. Um but this this leads us to uh, a Dr. Melvin Morse, who mm. who is a uh, a medical doctor, who mm. also is very insistent that people experience actual supernatural encounters with you know their their deceased loved ones mm-hmm. who who come and visit them because um like. I can't even like what was it he was saying? It was it was something like hey, you know, here's the thing. Uh these people they're experiencing something that's very emotional, or or, or I think he said emotionally dynamic, and mm-hmm. and they learn from from the experience. So that's that's a powerful bit of yes, circumstantial, but but wow. but circumstantial evidence, and I was like, "Wait, mm. how can that? Could couldn't you like 
experience something emotionally and you know somehow walk away with some sort of whatever <laughs> anyway so we have a little reenactment of uh after a while after the accident um john visiting uh, uh patty you know he's just she's just like reading a book or something and all of a sudden he's kind of like I guess what Unsolved Mysteries did here was they did a little bit of uh, lighting. So, like, the front of him is not, like, super illuminated. And, I don't know, I guess maybe what, they put a light behind his back or something. Yeah, uh, they call that backlighting. Backlighting, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, to sort of, you know, help depict him as being a ghost. Uh, Patty, they when interviewing her, she says that like this went on for like a year. They would visit her until she, um, uh, apparently until you know, uh, she she was going to be it was it was sure she was going to be okay, you know, that she she had uh wasn't going to just completely fall apart. Uh, and then, um, and then he was you know, uh, the visitation stopped trying to be gentle here i because i don't want to ever um i mean with people who've lost their spouses obviously <laughs> i i don't uh i don't want to be throwing throwing too much shade um it, anyway we, we the other case study we get is uh they they give us a little background on this girl named uh page rourke uh mm-hmm who and you know it seems like you know it's a young woman uh we have a little reenactment of her running off to uh, join some friends in the car she's uh she's got a sweater tied over her 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 shirt and mm-hmm. you know as she she comes back from running off to the car to walk up the steps and hug her mom and they you know they're like oh you know Bye and da da da, and she gets in the car and she waves as they as they drive away. I mean, uh, and then uh, so uh, her and her friends there they end up getting killed by a drunk driver. Uh, uh, public service announcement: Please don't drunk drive. Yeah, um, if you drink and drive, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, it's funny. Uh, I think we can just say it. I think we can just say it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I agree. I agree. Uh, okay. Re- recent, just recently, a couple of days ago, as I was approaching the roundabout uh, in uh, Silver Springs. Um, Ooh, Silver Springs got a roundabout now. Okay. Yeah they uh, they got rid of okay. the they got rid of the stoplight and inserted a roundabout. The one stoplight, right? The one stoplight in Silver Springs. I remember that stoplight, and I'm like, why is there a stoplight here? Yeah, there's none here. <laughs> it's gone now. Uh, there's 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 a roundabout in its place, and a roundabout that people just don't seem to have like have gotten used to, because last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember passing by there, uh, going through there, and th- there was the whole emergency lights situation, and like, because s- like it's a roundabout, like the s- the the middle of the roundabout is like it's elevated with a bunch of large rocks on it and stuff, and it looked like somebody 
had driven straight instead of turning around the roundabout, drove up mm-hmm. onto the um, onto the large elevation, and and you know mm-hmm. uh, got their truck stuck slash wrecked uh, up there amongst the the large boulders. Mm-hmm. Um, apparent and apparently this person, like, because there were like, oh, hold on a second. Um, I have to. Uh, I'm. Do you have a call right now? I have a work-related. Uh, okay. Don't stop recording. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Take this, the call. This is Robert. Is it Robert? Hi. What's happening? Connor, don't cut this out. This is just. This is just uh, going to be this kind of episode. I think. Don't worry about it. I'll fix it. Um. You know, this week's been a real disaster, listeners, and the fact that we were even even able to come together on this Friday evening to record is somewhat of a miracle, considering Robbie's insane work schedule and my uh, cascading personal crises that seem to be happening. Oh, hey, Robbie, are you back? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the... uh... Okay, I told told Connor, don't cut that part out. It's color. It's color. Okay, cool. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's like you're Mitch on Doughboy's. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> You're just uh, answering the door and talking to your mom, and <laughs> yeah, and, I, I, uh, taking phone calls in the middle of the podcast. It's I, fine. Yeah, I should have prefaced prefaced everything by mentioning that I'm on call. Yeah, because um, you're a heart surgeon. Yeah. So, so anyway, where were we? Okay. I don't know. Okay. I was eating cheese twisties. All right. Uh, so. The, the the this vehicle was wrecked on top you know like it was like a mangled black truck and yeah yeah it was on the rocks in the middle of the, the roundabout yeah and the the driver i like because there were numerous like light you know vehicles with flashing lights sort of like traversing the, around the 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 area like you could see them uh-huh. uh, one up uh where on the way up to fernley and you know here there and, and mm-hmm. uh I guess like my, my suspicion was, and it was confirmed that they were out mm-hmm. looking for the driver who like wrecked the vehicle and then fled the scene. <laughs> um, people have not adapted well to that roundabout, it seems. And then when I was coming home from work a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. uh, I saw this red car that would like just driven right into a pole Um I didn't see anyone, but I guess my roommate who went through the area earlier said that they're giving uh, all the occupants or the at least the driver a breath breathalyzer test. So, yeah, yeah, don't drink and drive. Have you ever? Yeah, don't you know if you drink and drive, you're a yeah. piece of shit. We've yeah. been over that. Um, that is a non-controversial stance of this <laughs> podcast. Uh, I mean, I've done it. And I, you know what? After I sobered up, I this is many, many years ago. I would never do this now, but after I sobered up, you know what I felt like? You felt like a piece of shit. I felt like a real piece of shit, and I was like, I'm never yeah. doing that again. I got lucky. That was fucked up, and I'm never mm-hmm. doing that again. Um, so Paige Rourke. Yes. Oh, she was from Fallbrook. That's kind of near here. Oh, really? Sort of. Yeah, ish. It's probably closer to San Diego. Okay. Yeah. um, So, you know, they they speak with her mother, Cynthia, and they have a real reenactment of, like, 
Cynthia, one of the things she did to work through her grief was she'd go out running because that was like an activity her and Paige liked to do together. Um, mm-hmm. So they have a real reenactment of her leaving the house at five for a run. She ran for more than an hour, uh, which I would be dead at that point. Um, and uh, then this like encounter she had, she sort of she saw on some tr- uh road going through the woods or something and uh, we get some some bright white lights they uh sort of a white bluish hue uh we see page uh cynthia's back as the camera sort of pans away and um you know there's this voice like i'm fine mom it's me i'm fine i'm fine if everything's fine mom uh you know i'm with the lord now and uh cynthia recounts uh, you know she just felt uh really at peace afterwards what if your dead relative came back to you and was like i'm burning in hell what would you do with that information <laughs> but like what if they were like a real piece of shit drunk driver <laughs> would you be like Okay, well, yeah, that's probably yeah. I, 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 like I said, well, it, it would it would depend on the you know which relative you know who the relative was and if they are a piece of shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robbie, what do you think's going on here? Because I think in this segment they really provided a both a fair both sides, which is like this guy thinks it's a people are really seeing their dead relatives, and this person thinks. That it's what they think, what people are seeing is very real to them. Mm-hmm. And I, I tend to take, uh, look, grief is a funny thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a lot of, opi- I have a lot of experience with grief. I have a lot of opinions about grief. I think grief is, um, it's definitely the horniest emotion. Uh, I, please don't ask me to explain more. I know exactly um, what you mean. It's yeah, grief is just a very horny mm-hmm. emotion, and if you know, you know. But I tend to think that it, whatever these people are seeing, these apparitions, these visitations, um, it's something to help them find closure, yeah. and it can be deeply comforting, and it is very real to them. I don't think there is any measurable phenomenon. Uh-huh. here you know yeah yeah I mean. the uh like here's the thing um and and i do feel because they had a yeah the guy who was um the opposite of dr melvin uh i think his name was barry barry steen or something oh uh, it's dr bb <laughs> um double b uh-huh. uh dub b he, you know, as you said, he gave forward like, look, this this is probably something that was, you know, uh, it's very real for them. But, you know, and he gives the sort of explanation that you you sort of laid out there. And th- that's what I mean. This is one one thing where uh, sometimes in, in segments, not like quite like this, but one, but like in similar uh, sort of ostensibly unexplained segments we've had in the last couple months. Uh, I, I've been inclined to want to make fun of people, but obviously I don't want to make fun of these people. And especially since, as you as as you quoted the guy saying, I think 
yeah, they probably like whatever they were experiencing was at the very least felt real for them. And then uh, Stack closes out the segment by quoting Albert Einstein that the the greatest experience we can have is the was it the unexplained, the mysterious, something like that. Yeah, I that's uh, I'd say I fall down on on um, uh, Dub B's uh, sort of. I mean, I. I can't I can't say 100% certain that you know none of these people were being visited by their dead relatives but uh you know I mm-hmm. um if you if you were going to be visited by a dead person who would you want to be visited by <laughs> You asked that just as I was looking at my button collection and looking at Richard Nixon's face so <laughs> I really had to restrain myself Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, there was something, there was some movie that I was watching recently where, like, they thought, the there was a joke in the movie that the last thing you see before you die is Richard Nixon. <laughs> it was some movie that came out recently, but it was, like, some thing, I, somebody out there is screaming at their phone right now listening to this because they know exactly what I'm talking about. But somebody was talking about um, someone was getting... It was choking or something and ex-president then ex-president richard nixon like knew cpr and saved their lives so the last thing they saw before they thought they were gonna die richard nixon richard nixon former president yeah. richard nixon and then some and then there was like a joke in the movie was like what's the what if that's like the last thing you see before you every, everyone sees before they die is former president richard nixon wow. um if anyone knows what the hell i'm talking about please remind me <laughs> um personally um i would want i would want them to be like a sexy version of themselves not richard nixon but like you know like um you know like a young oh that's a good one yeah Mm -hmm. young paul newman yeah yeah okay um, or maybe a sexy young father soul soliness Casey, a, a, a young sexy soulatus soulatus. There we go. Yeah, I, I want like a really mediocre Franciscan friar. Oh, oh, that yes, the friar. <laughs> You're trying to make a lead in. I, I haven't even picked my person I wanted to be visited by yet, and I didn't. Well, hurry up. I'm Gosh, gonna eat cheese twisties. And, and, what do you think about? Well, it? I mean, I, I thought I would have had be able to throw out a quick answer there, but damn, if you're if you're talking about if you're throwing out a, uh, you know, you, when, you, when you're talking about a young, shirtless Paul Newman. Okay, <laughs> I didn't say shirtless. You added that, but cool. He's a handsome man. Anyway, uh, uh, dear, hmm, uh. I mean, I take I take a charity salad dressing, Paul Newman, too. Ooh, I mean, what, <laughs> whatever. He's yeah, I'm not I'm not really big into the Caesar salad dressing, Paul Newman. Um, no, no. What about the lemonade, yeah. Paul Newman, or the popcorn? Yeah, Paul yeah. Newman? You know, you, you know, either of them, either of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 That lemonade fucking slaps. It goes. I wish I had mixed some of my vodka with Paul Newman lemonade and not 
orange Gatorade. Well, you know, either way, you're keeping <laughs> hydrated, and that's the important thing. <laughs> I'm keeping hydrated and dehydrated in equal measure by eating salty snacks, drinking Gatorade, and drinking vodka. Um, it's it's like a shit. I should take a picture of this when we're done recording. It's like a shitlord paradise. I've got like a ripped open bag of wine gums. I've got the mostly empty Gatorade bottle. I've got the like cheese twisties on the floor. I'm sitting in my pile of nerd shit. Yeah, it's- yeah. Um, <laughs> well, um. So who's your guy? Uh, who do you want the ghost well, visitation from? Because we got to talk about Father Solanus. Yeah, oh, oh, hold on. I, I'm got. Or you have to take another phone call. Should I just host the podcast? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you do that. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's do the next segment then. I swear to God, I might as well just go into work if I'm on call because. You know, but this is just what, how our week's been, man. Like, it's just been one thing after another. I mean, we could do a little behind the scenes. So Robbie and I have completely opposite work schedules. Yeah. Completely opposite. So we, when we're recording, we have to try and find the window where I'm not having a crisis. And I got home late from work today as well. And then he, the, the day we were supposed to record earlier in the week, um, he got called in and then so on and so forth. Some other things happened. So this is just, you know, we're doing podcast veritas right now. This is real life. Um, I don't want to edit any of this out. I don't care if it sucks. I don't care if it goes long. I don't care if there's chewing in it, Connor. This is real. This is real life. And we're talking about father soul anus. Don't worry about it. I'll fix it. Which I only assume because he was so bad at seminary school that they like gave him this crazy style. <laughs> I guess you get a, I don't know. You do you get a style in, when you're like in the priesthood the way you get a style if you're like in the in the um the peerage or the the gentry. Oh, of England. Is oh, that how this yeah. Works? Can you tell that I f- that I finished watching Barry London? <laughs> You did, you did. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. yeah, I finally fin- finished. Yeah, watching that. I uh, finally. I, I, I after a nine-year-long movie, <laughs> yeah, I finally finished watching. You know, here's the thing, and I do appreciate that you sent. Uh, I listened to that um, link you sent me for that podcast. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Um, yeah. I had never actually listened to this blank check podcast before. Yeah, it's a really good, if too long, <laughs> much like the movie Barry Lyndon. It goes on a bit. It goes on a bit, but yeah. it's quite good. And if you're a, a, anything of a film person, I recommend Blank Check. I mean, it's been on okay. for a long time. It's not yeah. a secret. I, th- I, you know, here's the thing. Like, like, I, I, I feel af- affirmed in like they they put forward the um, uh, position that the film is a comedy. And that's that's how I I think of it, uh, but simultaneously, while I think the film is a comedy and I find it incredibly funny, I do understand why basically everyone I've ever shown it to has been bored to tears because it is it is a movie that goes on mm-hmm. forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean there is an intermission in it, and more movie. I think that was very smart because I think more long movies like that should have yeah. an intermission. But don't like I need I need a natural break to go pee. Like if you're going to ask me to watch something for three hours, I need to take a minute. So I appreciated Barry Lyndon 
for that. Um, <laughs> thank you for, for the that. bathroom break. <laughs> yeah. Res- thank you for like kind of respecting my time. Yeah. Mary Linden. Yeah. I, um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, I, but this is this is not the Kubrick oh yeah podcast sorry sorry um yeah I don't I did you get another no, no, phone call no 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 I'm I'm good I'm good I, 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 did you, did no you no wrong? no no I when I when I said sorry I was just because I was about I was on the verge of t- turning this into a three hour long Barry Lyndon <laughs> related podcast um yeah I yeah I don't know like it was interesting because yeah they described this friar guy like his his duties were what like. Mon, um, greeting people at the the front booth or something. And, yeah, he was yeah. the door greeter. Because, I mean, Unsolved Mysteries goes on for quite a bit in the reenactment about, like, how much everyone disliked this guy in the seminary. Mm-hmm. And I have to imagine they did because his name is Friar. I mean, they're saying Solanus, but it is spelled Solanus. Yeah. So... Uh, so yeah, so the basic thrust here is that a lot of folks, he was beyond a receptionist and doorman. He was considered to be a miracle worker. And the evidence of this is there is a woman and she's, you know, at the hospital and she sees the statue of him in the hospital because she, she has a lump in her breast. She, they don't know if it's cancerous yeah. or not, but. Um, she sees a statue in passing of Dr. Sorry, <laughs> Solanus. And, uh, you know, she went and I don't know why was this in the prayer room of this? He seems like like a hyper local kind of saint, like a Detroit saint or something. So maybe they were in Detroit. I don't know. And um, they prayed to him. Catholicism is weird, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, know. Uh, but in, <laughs> I mean, no, sh- no shade. I just, I was not raised in this tradition, and so when people say they like prayed to a dead priest, that strikes me as like very heretical. Oh yeah, I, I, we we all know your evangelical background, so <laughs> yeah. Well, the only people, the only, the only things you can pray to in ev- in evangelicism is. Um, god jesus and the holy spirit and those are all really the same thing there's no there's no saints there's no praying to a dead priest named father solanus you seem really fixated on this guy's name (laughs) because i'm reading it over and over again and i only can see solanus when it was in unsolved mysteries they were saying solanus and it wasn't that jarring but now i'm like as i'm reading it it looks like soul anus like sun anus <laughs> anyway so joanne and and her husband david pray, pray to the dead priest and it turns out there was no lump and whatever the fuck and um i guess the catholic church had a father solanus exhumed mm-hmm. um to i guess there's some criteria for sainthood yeah um and the Catholic Church really does, like I we've been over this before. They do have like various offices and paperwork and bureaucracy to like, you know, and different boards, and they have their own very analytical way of looking at things. And one of the one of the 
evidence of someone being a saint is that there is no signs of decomposition in the body once it's exhumed. And I guess that was the case with Father Solanus. Yeah. Here. Anyway, and then his body, after being exhumed, was put in a special sanctuary in St. Bonaventure's. I guess also this is in Detroit. They're not super specific. He just feels like a hyper-local saint to me. Does that make sense? It's He's like the... um, Like, if you were... I'm trying to equate this to like a hyper-local like fast food chain mm-hmm. in only one city. I mean, I don't know what one in Detroit would be, but like here it'd be like Tommy's chili burgers. It kind of feels like father Solanus is like the Tommy's chili burgers. Of Tommy's chili burgers. Eh? Yeah. Don't get excited. Oh. It's not good. <laughs> I'll never take you there. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or um, if you're down in uh well, I, I guess it's not just Albuquerque there because they're kind of all, all over New Mexico. Uh, Blake's. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. I just heard about Blake's for the first time this week. Ooh, that's a coincidence. Uh, that is a weird coincidence. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Robbie, do you have any parting thoughts on Father Solanus? So, I take it you covered Father Solanus when I ran out of the room. Yeah. I mean, as much as yeah. I care to. Uh, it was kind of I kind of felt like Garth and Wayne's World when Wayne's not <laughs> on the show anymore, or he leaves the stage, and I'm just kind of like, uh, this is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I didn't. I mean, I didn't get into it too much, just because like, who gives a shit? But do you have any uh, parting thoughts on uh, this? No. Great. Moving on. Hey, do you want to talk about a thing that actually happened? Yes. Let's let's talk let's talk about uh, let's talk about blood types. This ne- next segment uh, starts out uh, uh, in the hospital with a, a gal who's working mm-hmm. in a hospital. I have to say the um, the actress who's portraying Kathleen mm-hmm. in this reenactment. Mm-hmm. She's kind of a pretty lady. Oh, yeah. Cool. I, um, I was like, I was watching this segment, and I, I just started talking to her. I was like, wait, she can't hear me. <laughs> so I was like, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you're distracted by this, by this blood phone call <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Tell us about the blood phone. Yeah, what was it? Her, her mom calls. So she's a nurse and her mom calls her at work because her mom, Miriam, calls her at work because they need blood for her. Someone. Stepfather? It's for a stepfather. A stepfather. Yeah. Not, 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 mm-hmm. I'm not one of the two kind of fathers that she <laughs> is. Re- yeah. She's got, she's got like my three dads. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. You're right. It's, it's kind of like, a yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, there's a blood, you know, there, there's a blood transfusion thing needing to be done. And, you know, uh, Kathleen, she's, I mean, she's at work, she's having photos handed to her and she's sort of like trying, uh, she was like, well, I'm blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, uh, what a positive or something. And her mom's like, I can't give any of the blood cause I'm, uh, B or something. And, um, 
Uh, and, uh, like somehow like her, her mother accidentally drops that, like her father was also be something or ever. And like the, Mm -hmm. the reenact, the actress playing Kathleen in the reenactment, like she, you see the like thing flash across her face of like, wait a second. I can't, that can't be Mm -hmm. because one of you has to be. And she says, says this to the, the woman playing the mother and the, I think the woman playing the mother does, uh, I think, a fairly good job of like, uh, oh, oh shit, I, yeah. I really, <laughs> I blew, I blew this one, um, it because uh, yeah, as as it turns out, the person that Kathleen thought was her father was not biologically her father. Mm-hmm. This is. Uh, uh, so we got a, another post-war um, love situation, complicated love situation going on in this segment, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I just realized I was talking about your segment. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, well, do you want me to talk no, about that? No, no, I mean, I didn't want to stop you. We're going to see oh, like, well, Yeah, right, right until I just... <laughs> fumble the uh, you see it's not just your jokes that i totally like end up killing uh-huh. just by like staring blankly uh-huh. it's my own thoughts apparently uh-huh. um yeah yeah you kind of yeah no yourself. well okay. i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna interrupt you to be like this is my <laughs> segment because it's that's not how this works but i'm happy to like take well yeah yeah well i mean okay. you know they they talk about her uh, bud who she thought was her father you know, he he participated yeah. in World War II. Um. He participated. That makes it sound like he was a fucking Nazi. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess that's what that's what that's what when you're like of German ancestry and you live here now and you're like, well, my you know my great grandfather participated in, in World War II. That's like when you're trying to like cover the. Cover the oh, truth. Okay, okay. Let me let me be clear. Her father fought for us. Not, <laughs> Not a Nazi. A Nazi. No, no. He was part of the Allied yeah. forces. Um, <laughs> he fought for the Allied forces, and he, uh, I, her, her mother, like, who's you know also interviewed on the segment, is talking about like he came back a changed man. Uh, I get you know war does that. I guess uh, he got really into mm. gambling, <laughs> and yeah. I know I'm sure. Of course, dice games are uh, have been uh, you know, dice games have been used for for actual money gambling. Uh, uh, for for you know in many many circumstances, but I felt like the one they were portraying here with the guy playing her father was kind of. I don't know because he's he's kind of like in a scuzzy room, and you'd expect like a scuzzy card game to be going on, and instead like this, like mm-hmm. I don't it, it's 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 sort of because the guy p- portraying her father, like he's down on his 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 like knees, his hands and knees, like throwing this this die against the wall, while everyone's kind of everyone else is sort of just up on chairs watching him. And mm. I don't know if they're trying to give like sort of trying to trying to make him look pathetic. 
I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, but when you watch it, it kind of gives the impression that like they were playing cards, and it was like his de- his own deck of cards he brought, right? And eventually, like he lost so much money that he he like he tried to he he put he was wagering the card deck <laughs> to what? like like you know he didn't he's like okay 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 uh let's one more hand and let's say that my card deck here is worth like like two bucks right and and uh yeah. th- th- if uh if if I lose you guys can have the card deck too and then they win again and he loses his card his own personal card deck so he's like oh, oh. that feels that feels like a simpsons game. <laughs> I know right that's that's what i'm saying it's like then he's reduced to like okay i got this die well we'll gamble with the die he gets down on his hands and knees and he's throwing it against the wall i mean you can't you can't wager the game piece <laughs> It's not a thing. Well, they, yeah, that's 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 the idea. It's like they he, they could play cards anymore because he lost the card deck to them, and now he's just he's pathetically trying to like. He's like, look, look, we can still gamble here. Look, see, see. Um. <laughs> and so, anyway, um, but you know. What does this have to do with Miriam? What does this have to do with Kathleen Belcher? What are we doing? Blood types is where this oh. started. Well, it was important to establish that her father had a gambling problem, uh, and so he was—he ended up being out of the picture a while with the uh, with the mother. His mom, yeah, his mom. It was his mother that takes mm-hmm. Miriam to the bar. I was like, hey, you really should move on. <laughs> yeah. My son's a piece of shit. We all know it. Check out this bartender named Craig. Look at this guy. Look at this fucking mm-hmm. guy over here. And uh, Kathleen's like, well, well, I'll take a look at this guy. And then uh, they took a look at each other and, uh, you know, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> uh, she gets a uh, bun in the mm-hmm. oven. And uh, she goes to visit old old boy. Uh, what's Bud. his name? Bud. Old boy Bud, who's yeah. in jail at to, this to point. Get a divorce for God knows yeah. what. And she's like, and, and Kathleen's like, "Yo, I need a divorce. I love this guy. You're a piece of shit. We all know it. Just give me the divorce." And uh, Bud's like freaking out, and he's like, "No, I won't do it." <laughs> And Kathleen's like, look, I'm pregnant with this other dude's baby. Like, get with the program. Give me my divorce. And he's just like, I'm not. Yeah, he slams his head. But I'll I'll raise the baby. Yeah, he smashes his head into the prison. And they have like if you if you if you're a sharp eyed viewer, you you notice that like when when he walk uh that a few seconds later they portray like blood, a little blood smear on the wall. And and I don't Mm -hmm. know, I have to feel like because Kathleen's mom was like saying she felt trapped. She didn't really know what to do. Da 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 da. Because um, she already had kids with this guy. She was trying to figure out like I need you know how do I I, I don't want to lose those kids. I I have right. And you couldn't just like you just couldn't like get divorced. I guess yeah. Back then and just like have custody. Yeah. I, well, even though the dad's fucking a degenerate gambler and right. in jail. Even he isn't even the dad. Well, well, situation. it's like in you know, 
you know, if if you're in 18th century England, um, and you're yeah. married to a guy, and the guy turns if. out to be a piece of shit, like unless you get an act of parliament, yeah. like a literal act of parliament, you you ain't getting yeah. divorced. Uh, sorry, <laughs> unless you have your son from another marriage shoot him in the leg, yes. and then threaten him, send his ass back to Ireland, and say Get the fuck out of here, but I'll keep writing them checks. Mm. Unless you do that, you've got to stay married yeah. to that guy. Is what I learned. <laughs> the, the, from yeah. <laughs> that's 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 uh, for people who don't want to have to spend the all ten thousand of the years watching the film. That's that's just that's the lesson yeah. you you learn. That's how you get rid of. That's how you get rid yeah. of a guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, first, first, when your family chases you out of town from your Irish mm-hmm. village. And then you get chased back to your Irish village because you fucked up in England so bad. Yeah. And you're telling me this film was not a comedy? <laughs> this film was totally a comedy. Um, does Kath- so what's up with Kathleen Belcher um, since you're doing Oh, this okay, now? yeah. Well, uh, let me just say, like, well, I have to say, like, I felt like her mother kind of missed an opportunity in that, j- in that jail cell when, like, the father, like, slammed his yeah. head against the wall. I mean, mm-hmm. if he was going to react that way to that sort of news, if she just kept like, mm-hmm. you know, and it didn't even have to necessarily be true, she just kept laying down some uh, some things he didn't want to hear. What, do you think he would have kept slamming his head against the wall? And uh, if so, how many times would he have to do that before he like, and then it's not like she actually killed anyone, right? He was he was the one who's slamming his head against the wall. And she was on the other side of the bars. You're right. I think the problem is she ran out of emotional uh, ammo. Yeah. Uh, admittedly, like I'm trying to think of what I could lay out there that uh, that would cause that, and I'm I'm having difficulty thinking of enough that would you know and uh, be enough that would be fatal. Um. Well, I mean, I can think of a few, a few things that I could lob at you that make you want you to slam your head <laughs> against the wall, but that's... Oh, yeah, situation. yeah, a, a different... <laughs> Including the the truth that we all live with was that the 2020 presidential election in the United States was stolen. <laughs> Don't worry about it, I'll fix it. Oh, I, I so I, I feel like you just decided after all the phone calls and interruptions and... and and stuff the with the this podcast you're just going full full meta humor then huh i'm going full troll i finished my vodka yeah i'm uh i'm a third into this bag of wine guns um you know that's that's what's called for here uh i don't remember does kathleen belcher so she goes on unsolved mysteries obviously to find her real father who her mother could not and did not marry but she ended up divorcing this bud guy later anyway, or he mm-hmm. died or whatever. And Miriam gets married to yet another man yeah. or something, which is how the whole blood thing comes up. And then Kathleen, um, I don't remember if there was, no, an no, there no, was. there wasn't. She does not find her by a lot. Now it's not entirely without hope. Cause, uh, her biological father could be just, you know, he could be in his nineties at this point, I think. Right. 
approach approaching yeah. 100. <laughs> so it's possible she might find him. It's possible. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like uh, Ancestry.com and stuff exists, so... Best of luck, Kathleen. Ledger. Oh yeah, I guess, I guess if <laughs> these days she hasn't found him yet, she probably isn't going to. Yeah, Robbie, we are running very long, and we have a serial killer that we need to talk about. Oh, that's the that's fine, Crystal. Let's talk about let's talk about the serial killer. This was actually a good segment, but unfortunately, because of my state of mind and medication, I don't remember very well. So that's why I wanted okay. you to like take the lead on it. All right. <clears throat> uh, it sort of presented like sex. Like tonight, we got a special. I mean, it's not a special alert, but it's like this is the thing that's going on. So we don't really we're we're not doing. It's not like a segment. We we have a little bit of reenactments just to, you know. But uh, they they lay out a series of murders. Um, describing various uh, women working at various shops who have been shot with the, um, the warning that this is so the, the person behind this is still out there, still out there. Uh, so if you're on I 70, you know, keep your eye out for, for this guy. who has got like this, like semi auto pistol. Um, like the, the clip of ammo for this pistol seems disproportionately large for the, <laughs> for the pistol itself but whatever um uh you know and just the they put together a really effective sort of um after they they sort of they go through a list of the victims and tell you where, where they worked and then they they it's um they do a like a very effective sort of like they start to portray the do little reenactments of each incident with like this sort of kind of ominous music playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I mean, it really, it put me in a mood. I was kind of in the mood. What kind wait, what kind of mood were you in? Like, Oh boy. I better be frightened. I better, I better, I better not, I better not be in the shop alone tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of mood <laughs> I was feeling. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, like we uh-huh. in, in Raytown, Missouri, we, we had witnesses, uh, several witnesses, like an auction house guy and a guy uh, who worked at a video store. Remember those? <laughs> yeah, of course I remember those. Yeah, we both worked in them. I mean, that's the thing we have in common. That's the thing we have in common. Yeah. Um, uh, he he observed the. Uh, they both observed this guy. Like he's walking around in like dark pants. Like blue pants and a gray suit with no tie, um, and like the video store guy, he saw the person walk by his store, and then just moments later heard gunshots and like ran out, looked and saw the guy walking uh, down, uh, turning a corner um, out of sight. You know, some gal working in a grocery store pushing carts saw the saw the guy like walking up a embankment or something. Video store guy, you know, he leaves leaves his video store um, under siege is one of the posters up in the window. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And the guy, he goes next door and he, he finds, unfortunately, that the woman next door, he's like, ma'am, ma'am. And then, unfortunately, he finds that she's down on the ground in the back room, uh, has been shot and killed. Um, mm. You know, there, there's uh, there's an investigation. They show a little thing of the, 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 the pistol that they believe was used. And then we just have like a montage, this montage with the ominous music of this guy walking in the stores, you know, the gals behind the counter like, hey, can I help you? And he pulls the gun out. He's like, go back in the back room. Do you want the money in the back room? And he just like, you know, like that's all that's always telling them, like, go into the back Mm -hmm. room. And then as soon as they they they're in uh, in there, he. uh, he shoots them. Uh, in one uh, one circumstance, uh, he, he he murdered two women at this bridal and and uh, wedding store. Simultaneously, mm-hmm. this guy shows up to pick up a cummerbund, like just after the murders have happened. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He walks in. He's like, "Hello, hello," and uh, the the murderer comes walking out with his pistol. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "You need to go in the back room." And I, I love the, I love the guy's reaction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, he sort of had, I mean, he seems really calm, and he like his and his the wording is like, "I can't go into the back room. I can't go in." Mm-hmm. And the the, 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 the murderer is like, "You need to." It's like, "Look, I can't. I don't know what's going on here. I can't go in the back room." I can't go in the back room. And he just like walks his w- backs, backs, backs up and leaves, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I, mm-hmm. he was like, I didn't see anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess, I guess the lesson there is if you walk into a situation and someone is like, you need to go in the back room and they have a gun. Maybe you just, maybe, maybe like, Hey, I can't, I can't. Not not saying yeah. I won't, just I can't. Look, I gotta you know just <laughs> yeah. walk out of there. Um I didn't I don't know what's going on here. I didn't see anything and I can't go back there. Yeah. It's very simple. Yeah. Um so yeah, we get like a composite sketch of this guy. Uh man, the composite sketch looks like one goofy looking motherfucker. Yeah, but you've like seen this guy, right? You've like seen him around. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's kind of. He kind. I think we've all seen this guy. <laughs> this guy in particular. You're not just saying that you've seen a guy. You see guys who look like this every now and then. You see, you've seen this guy. Yeah. No, I've seen. I mean, this type of guy. Yeah. Yeah, he, he looks like he's like the sort of guy that like I don't know. Uh, if you pass by two people and they're working on something and one guy's yeah. like one guy's doing the real expertise work and the other's like yeah. his assistant. Yeah. This guy is definitely not doing the expertise work. Yeah. He has, he's described as having very thin lips. Never trust the thin lipper. <laughs> you know, I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't. Yeah. So, um, they at the end of the segment they mentioned that they, another murder happened while they were making the segment. 
and there was no update. So this guy's still yeah. out there. Good night, yeah, everyone. That was very fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's very like kind of a slide whistle thing to end on. I was like, excuse me, what? Like no leads, no nothing. Yeah. But the problem is the guy looks like uh, I've seen him before. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure many other people have. I mean, he just has that kind of face, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I- well... <laughs> <laughs> this has been uh, one true, been an, <laughs> true crazy this has episode. Been an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. Um, Robbie, if people want to send us wine gums and cheese twisties and burger rings, how would they? How would they get a hold of us to do that? To get our addresses? Um. Send us an email. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's a good option. Uh, that's I, how a purple worm slash James got a hold of me. Re- reenacted email. Reenacted pod at Gmail. Um, yeah, we love we love hearing from you. So far, all of the letters that we've gotten have been fantastic. So, um, yeah, we love it. We love fan mail. Or you could, you know, um. Patreon, you can just send us money directly there, and then we can we'll just use it. <laughs> you don't need to send us anything; just send us money, and then we'll we'll use it on booze, uh huh, or wine gums, or wine gums, which don't appear to have any booze in them. Actually, I'm starting to think wine gums just might be might be a cheeky name for something that doesn't taste like wine at all. <laughs> and uh, Twitter, reenacted pod, uh-huh. or there. Uh, Facebook, uh-huh. we got a Facebook page there, but but God, Facebook, I haven't even thought a girl, a girl, I don't know her, I don't know her. Facebook, who's even there anymore? No one is there. Oh no one's. Oh my. No God. one's there. <clears throat> I haven't been on Facebook in six years. Holy shit! Jesus, are are you ever? Yeah, but I've. Are you ever the better for it? I no no, but I've been on Twitter that entire time. That's what happened. Oh well, that kind of yeah, it just, yeah. yeah, totally rotted my brain that way with shit posting. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robbie, <laughs> let's put a let's put a bookend on this. You want to do the thing? Yeah. Join me next time for this controversial investigation and more on Unsolved Mysteries.